Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Hello, good morning, beloved family. How are you doing? I pray that you're well. It's good, 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 good to be with you. Uh, I'm so thrilled, and we will take your live calls and texts and emails um, at the half-hour mark today. I'll give you the number ahead, uh, toll-free, 1-877-511-5483. Uh, or email at mother at the station of the com. I'd like to make a, an announcement to you uh, before we begin, and th- or as we begin, and that is that Father James Altman, that wonderful priest from La Crosse, Wisconsin, last time he was with us, I think I said Missouri, um, uh, he will be with us tomorrow. Initially, um, We had planned for him to be on Thursday, but circumstances have changed this Thursday, and he will be on Wednesday, tomorrow, live for the entire hour, beloved. And you will be able to call in with your questions for the entire hour. Um, We will not take, uh, we will not um, put you live on the air, but you can give your question because we want to allow as many people as we can to call in. But you you can give your question to the call screener and um, she will uh, put your question as you ask it right up on the screen so we can see it and Father Altman will take it. So God bless you and um, we're, we're looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be a wonderful program and yes, 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 it's going to be on the election. And so if you are a faithful Catholic and you have not known how to help your family, your friends, your co-workers, uh, acquaintances, everyone, uh, with the understanding that you cannot be a good Catholic, uh, a, a Catholic in good standing, and vote for um, ex-Vice President Biden, you might want to call in and let uh, Father Altman help you. I'll say it again and again and again. You can call yourself Catholic. You may have been a Democrat all your life, but... We cannot vote based on title, uh, based on emotions, based on the background or personalities of the candidates who we like or don't like. Not this year, um, because truth matters. And millions of lives of babies are at stake. It's been calculated that more babies have died from abortion during the COVID pandemic than have died from covid more abortions have been done during this pandemic than people have died from COVID. Um, uh, Planned Parenthood and others are doing a very big business during this time. The evil is um, an incalculable, however you say that word. Yeah, it, it's just amazing. And so um, you may say, Mother, it's your opinion, but it's not my opinion. Uh, murder, thou shalt not murder, is one of the Ten Commandments. Uh, one of the Ten Commandments is not thou shalt um, be a good Catholic, uh, and, so, and so forth. And, and aside from the fact, um, there are uh, 
those today who have converted, my, myself included. And so if you speak of President Trump and you don't like his background, um, I, that's, that's no issue to me that you don't like his background, neither do I. However, his present is quite changed, and I think quite sincerely. You may still not like his manner. You may still not like his ways. You may not forgive, even though God does, um, but um, what you're voting for is not a man. Uh, you're voting for um, God's choice. Uh, you're voting for life. You're voting to save millions and millions of children. Millions and millions of children. It's estimated um, that uh, on Saturday there are 10,000 children murdered through abortion. 10,000, beloved. Um, uh, there weren't 10,000 people that died from COVID on, on Saturday. There's no question about this. Uh, there weren't 10,000 children in cages, which President Obama built, not Trump, uh, who died. There's no comparison with the murder of babies in their mother's womb, you say you're pro-choice, but you're not giving those babies a choice. They will never have a choice. You are voting to murder them, to have them murdered in their mother's womb. Because when we vote for a candidate who um, uh, not only believes that a woman has a right to choose abortion, a woman has a right to choose. The only right God has given us is the right to life. Uh, we don't have a right to go against him and sin, but he's given us free the freedom to turn from him and sin. Um, but there's no comparison at all, no matter what your likes or dislikes are, no matter what your emotions are, there is no comparison to murder. There is no such thing as safe and legal abortion. L- safe for who? not for the baby who you are murdering, and you are murdering a child, you are in mortal sin, you are in grave sin, and only Mother Teresa says, so you can have what you want. Um, There are tons of families uh, who cannot bear children who are waiting um, for mothers who do not wish to keep their children or for any reason cannot, uh, they're waiting to raise those babies. So it is utter selfishness, ignorance, um, sin for a mother to commit abortion, um, for parents to force their young daughter, uh, to have an abortion. Parents, you will be in mortal sin before God as well. Um, you're forcing, uh, against the commandment and the law God has put within our hearts, thou shalt not kill. And we're killing by the millions. There's simply no choice. And, and if you want to call it my opinion or the opinion of others, you're free to do whatever you wish. It's straight murder. We have a choice. It's straight murder. When you kill someone, it's murder. Science has shown that there is uh, life at the moment of conception. It's not a religious idea. God has told it to us because it's true. Um, the Catholic Church doesn't make these things up. This is the moral law of God written in our hearts that God put in the Ten Commandments and fleshed out in the book of Leviticus for the, his Jewish people initially. Um, but the Ten Commandments are in force. Um, so 
I don't know what else to say. I know that a number of people would like us to speak on the Holy Father's uh, latest pronouncement about homosexual unions. I, I detest this. I detest speaking about it. It's, it. There's no question that murderers, homosexualities, slanderers, gossips, uh, others are listed in that list who will not seek heaven, will not see the kingdom of heaven, but the wrath of God will abide on them. And if they don't repent, their future is hell. It, you know, people are against me for speaking out so let me just say clearly and succinctly, uh, we could speak about the bush, uh, uh, we could, uh, but I think our lives are too important for that. I think the message needs to be clear. I have an article here, hold on just a moment, um, on LifeSite News, and it's uh, from Bishop uh, Athanasius Snyder, who says... <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to just read the article rather than starting with a lot of introduction. Bishop Snyder is uh, the auxiliary of uh, Astana, Kakistan. He's a magnificent, holy bishop. And um, um, the article begins that the Catholic faith in the voice of the magisterium of all times, the sense of the faith of the faithful, as well as common sense, clearly reject any civil union of two persons of the same sex, a union which has the aim that these persons seek sexual pleasure from each other. And I'll just say to you, um, uh, just go back and read Genesis. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for homosexuality, not for same-sex marriage, for homosexual homosexuality and so-called homosexual unions. Uh, God destroyed them. The payment of that, the, the wages of that, is absolutely death. It has not changed in the New Testament. The God of mercy is the God who sent his Son to die for our sin. And he did die for your sin, for mine, for all of us. But if we don't repent and receive his mercy and forgiveness, there's no hope for us. If we go to confession and we confess a sin and continue to live in the same uh, sinful lifestyle, we are back into grave sin and separated from God. We have to repeat that and go to confession. But if our confession is not sincere, the grace of God in that confessional will not be applied to us. This is church teaching. Even if, I'll continue now with Bishop Snyder's article, even if persons living in such unions should not engage in mutual sexual pleasure, which in reality has been shown to be quite unrealistic, such unions represent a great scandal, a public recognition of the sins of fornication against nature and a continuous proximate occasion of sin. There's the music for our first break, beloved, and we will continue with Bishop Snyder after the break. You're welcome to call in. We'll take your calls in order. Toll free, 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back.
Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is in a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live, to let you know that there is a magnificent array of programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, such as Stand Out for Life with Jim Havens and Father Imbarato. They pray for and discuss the pro-life movement each Saturday morning live at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can also listen to Stand Out for Life anytime as a podcast on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. Podcasts of our network-produced shows are free for your listening pleasure at thestationofthecross.com and on our free iCatholic Radio app for Android and Apple mobile devices. Be uplifted in your faith and inspired to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Listen today at thestationofthecross.com or on our iCatholic Radio mobile app. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved family. We're in the mer- middle of a, an article by... Uh, Bishop Athanasius Snyder of Astana, Kakistan, um, who is responding to the Holy Father's message um, approving um, uh, homosexual unions, not marriage, but unions, um, and even going as far to say there should be a civil law protecting them. Uh, This has shocked the Catholic world. And... um, Bishop Snyder has responded, and I'm going to continue from where I left off. He says, those who advocate same-sex civil unions are therefore also culpable of creating a kind of structure of sin, in this case, of the juridical structure of habitual fornication against nature, since homosexual acts belongs to sin, sins which cry to heaven, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church says. Those who advocate same-sex civil unions, we're not speaking of marriage here, there is no such thing. If it's not between a man and woman, it's not marriage. Um, Those who advocate 
uh, same-sex civil unions are ultimately unjust and even cruel against those persons who are living in these unions because these persons will be confirmed in mortal sin. They will be solidified in their interior psychological dichotomy since their reason tells them that homosexual acts are against reason and against the explicit will of God, the creator and redeemer of men. I'm going to interject here because we won't have time to finish Bishop Snyder's article, but I also want to point out that many um, people who uh, are homosexual, but they don't act it out, they've repented, they want to live a faithful Catholic life, just like any single person, man or woman, who's not married. They, they have to live the same life of chastity. There's no intimacy, sexual intimacy outside of marriage. So a man or a woman who is single all their lives who are not homosexual uh, must be chaste. Just as a person who says he or she is homosexual or lesbian, you must be chaste. Uh, there's, there's no... Uh, there's no question about that. Is there a suffering? Of course there's a suffering. Um, but we have that suffering to offer to God, to join in union with his suffering for us and, um, and turn it to good and let God put it to work rather than let the devil take you down to hell. There are many, many um, homosexual men and women who, again, have, bet- have repented, have lived a chaste and Catholic lifestyle. They have gone through maybe the Encourage program or other things, or they maybe they've done on their own and, and lived a righteous lifestyle and forfeited what they would do naturally. Um, and they feel very betrayed by the Holy Father because all this time they have given in to church teaching. They have believed it. They've, they've turned their lives around, and they're living for God. And now they feel betrayed. Why did they do all that? That's what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which speaks of the resurrection. He says, if Christ isn't ra- raised from the dead, what are we doing? Let's eat and drink and be merry. What are we torturing ourselves with all these do's and don'ts and chastity and, and not giving in to the sins of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life? We fight against that our whole lives. What are we doing it for? The world is having a lot of fun if Christ is not raised, if we're not going to heaven, if there is no heaven, because he didn't open heaven, he didn't come out of the grave. I, I don't blame the, the, the men and women who are homosexual or the women who are lesbian. I don't blame them for being uh, confused for sure with the Holy Father's statement, but even angry because they now feel betrayed. Um Let me continue with uh, Bishop Snyder's article. Every true Catholic, every true Catholic priest, every true Catholic bishop must with deep sorrow and a weeping heart regret and protest against the unheard fact that Pope Francis, the Roman pontiff, the successor of the Apostle Peter, the vicar of Christ on earth, uttered in the documentary film titled Francesco, that premiered on October 21st, uh, 2020, as part of the Rome Film Festival, his support for civil same-sex unions. Such support of the Pope 
means support for a structure of sin, for a lifestyle against the sixth commandment of the Decalogue, which was written with the fingers of God on stone tablets on Sinai and delivered by the hands of angels to men. What God has written with his hand, even a pope cannot erase nor rewrite with his hand or with his tongue. And beloved, I saw a clip of that. I didn't see the movie, the film, but I saw a clip of it twice. It's exactly what people say. Well, maybe that's not what he said. Oh, it is what he said, including um, wanting a legal civil law uh, to protect these people so that they could have a normal life. It, it's it's. It's shocking. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's wrong. Who, who are you, Mother Mary? And where, what do you call yourself a Catholic and you speak against the Pope? No, I don't speak against the Pope. I speak against what he says and what he does. We must do that. We must do that. A Pope uh, is not infallible. The gift of infallibility has not to do with everything that he says, but with what he teaches uh, in fa- of faith and morals that he makes binding on the faithful to believe, to live, to practice. He has made nothing binding on us since he was elected. Nothing. This is simply the opinion of, of a man. And I know he's the vicar of Christ, but it has no weight other than if I came out and said it. It has no weight. It, the people take it with great weight because he's our pope, and they expect righteousness from him. They expect truth from him. They don't expect him to lead us into debauchery and sin. But this would not be the first time a pope has done so in history. Um, um, uh, Bishop Snyder continues, The pope cannot behave as if he were God or an incarceration of Jesus Christ, modifying these words of the Lord. Quote from Matthew chapter 5, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks on a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And instead of this, say more or less the following, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. If a man lies with a male as with a woman, this is from Leviticus, both of them has commit, have committed an abomination. Men who practice, from 1 Corinthians, men who practice homosexuality will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then from 1 Timothy, the practice of homosexuality is contrary to sound doctrine. But I say to you, this is from the Pope, that for persons who feel same-sex attraction, we have to create a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. That's from the Holy Father. It, it, it's just one pronouncement of destruction after another. It destroys the hearts of the faithful. It almost makes some people want to give up. But don't give up, beloved. Uh, Satan is fighting 24-7. He would fight more than that if he had the time, and he's out of time. He never stops fighting. His, his minions never stop fighting. He will never cease 
to destroy the kingdom of God. And he knows that we're coming to the end. He knows that the immaculate heart of Our Lady will triumph. He's doing everything he can to destroy us. And the way to destroy us is not to fool around with the world who's, who's already doing their own thing. It is to come into the Catholic Church and destroy the faith, destroy the people, destroy the shepherds. Um, Bishop Snyder continues, every shepherd of the church and the Pope above all should always remind others of these serious words of our Lord, quote from Matthew 5, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven, end quote. Every pope, says Bishop Snyder, every pope has to take very much to heart what the First Vatican Council proclaimed, quote, the Holy Spirit was not promised to the successors of Peter that by his, the Holy Spirit's revelation, they might make known new doctrine, but that by his, the Holy Spirit's assistance, they might inviolably keep the faith and expound revelation the deposit of faith delivered through the apostles. Beloved, since the last apostle, there is no new revelation. That's what the Catholic Church has always taught. There is nothing new. There is such a thing as development of doctrine, indeed, through the years. But this is not a development of doctrine. This goes against doctrine. This goes against our Lord and against his church. Uh, Bishop Snyder, the advocating of a legal union so that a lifestyle against the explicit commandment of God, against human nature, and against human reason will be legally covered is a new doctrine which, according to Ezekiel, sues, uh, sews cushions under every elbow and makes pillows for the heads of persons. A new doctrine that perverts the grace of God into sexual pleasure, Jude chapter four, Jude verse four, a doctrine which is evidently against divine revelation and the perennial teaching of the church of all times. Such a doctrine is scheming with sin and is therefore a most anti-pastoral measure. To promote a juridical lifestyle of sin is against the core of the gospel itself, since persons in same-sex unions, through their sexual acts, grievously offend God. Our Lady of Fatima, pardon me, Our Lady of Fatima made the maternal appeal to all humanity to stop offending God, who is already too much offended. And I'll add to that, she said, more people go to hell for sins of the flesh than any other sin. The the following voice of the magisterium, says Bishop Snyder, is faithfully echoing the voice of Jesus Christ, our divine master, the eternal truth, and the voice of the church, and the popes of all times. I'm going to give all these references, but I don't know that I'll tell. Well, I'll I'll tell you. Oh, I can't. There's the music for our second break, dear ones. Um, We need to go, and I'm not going to fail to go to your calls um, and your emails. And you can simply look this up and read the entire article. It's on LifeSite News. The title 
is Bishop Schneider calls faithful to pray for Pope Francis to convert. If you look it up, you will you will find it without question. We will be right back to take your calls and emails after the break, beloved. The toll-free number is 1-877-511-5483 or uh, email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. of the cross we proudly bring the truths of the catholic faith to countless listeners through radio and mobile devices and we're grateful for the feedback we've received i'm a widower parent of three almost adults and listen to you guys around the clock father mctig society of jesus he's wonderful mother miriam of course the divine office and many other great things that station of the cross does so thanks very much for your great work I had a friend at work email me and tell me about the Station of the Cross a couple months after it started. And I was so excited, I tuned into it, and I found that I love the Catholic Station. If you've been blessed by listening to the Station of the Cross, let us know. Call 1-877-888-6279, extension 112, then share your testimonial with us. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our half hour together, and you are welcome to call in toll-free at one 511 5483 or email at mother at me. <coughs> okay, David from Massachusetts, are you on the line? Yes, Mother, can you hear me? I can hear you well, David, thanks. God bless you. God bless you too, Mother Miriam. So... Here's the situation. I, uh, I deliver uh, copier machines, and I switch them out. And right now, I am on my way to a Jewish synagogue here in uh, Massachusetts. And, uh, I, but before, I, before I'm, I'm on my way there now, but my first stop this morning was actually at a uh, Catholic parish. 
I was switching out their uh, copier machines, and I actually met with the uh, with the pastor of that particular parish. He wasn't wearing his uh, his uh, full uh, priestly attire. He was actually in regular civilian clothes. But I was telling him, um, yeah, I attend a uh, a parish run by the uh, FSSP, and I'm a part of the knights there, and that um that I'm going. My first thought here is that this parish, and now I'm going off to a synagogue, and he was uh, he was cautioning me about wearing my uh, crucifix, because I wear a crucifix outside my uh, shirt, and he, he was uh, cautioning me about wearing that in front of, in front of uh, the people at the synagogue. And I was wondering, what's, what, should, what would be the best way to be respectful to the people at the synagogue, but also not undermining my own faith? Well, I, I feel... I would say to that priest, shame on you for not wearing your clerics. Um, you wear that crucifix, David. Be who you are. Uh, you're not going to their religious service. That might be a different matter, that you don't want to put something right in their face, so to speak. But it's who you are. It's your job. You're coming to install their copier machine. It's who you are. Be yourself, and you don't change anything. All right, mother. Thank you for thank you very much for that advice. I really needed it. And if if they if they come at you and say, "Would you put that inside, please?" You say, "Actually, no, no. I'm I'm I would if I were coming to your religious service, perhaps, but uh, I'm I'm installing your equipment, and if you wish me not to, I won't. Do not put it under your shirt. Um, if he really attacks you, say the fact is." I'm wearing your Jewish Messiah, ah! but um, I don't think I don't think he'll go that far. But do not, if he says you got to take this off before you come in, you refuse. You refuse. All right. Uh, but kindly yeah, and say I'm sorry, uh, dear Rabbi. Uh, it's who I am. It's my faith. I'm wearing the symbol of the one who loved me and gave his life for me, and I won't put him under a bushel. All right. Plus, I, I do remember that uh, line from Scripture. Anyone who uh, acknowledges me before man, I will acknowledge him before my heavenly Father. There you but go. Anyone who denies me before man, I will uh, deny before my There father. you go. And the fact is you're not going to preach Catholicism. You're not going to attack them. You're not making a show of it. You're just being who God made you to be. Leave it at that. All right. Thank you very much, Mother. You're God welcome, you. David. God bless you. Uh, we have Catherine from Boston on the line. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Mother Miriam. Uh, this is my first time calling. I'm a little welcome. nervous. Welcome. Don't go. be nervous, my dear one. Don't be nervous. Calm down. Thank you. How you doing, um, sweetie? I'm fine. Thank you, Mother. Um, I just wanted to... Um, yesterday, uh, I heard something on the news that disturbed me. Um, that Pope Francis had um, elevated an archbishop in Washington, D.C. to cardinal. That's right, Bishop um, Wilton Gregory. It's all over the news, right? Yes. I was disappointed. I'm very happy that an African-American became a cardinal. However, not that African-American. That's right. That's right. Millions of Catholics are with you. Yes, I was very disappointed in the way he talked to President Trump. Yeah. Um, when President Trump um, held the Bible in front of a church in Washington D.C. and um, Wilton um, Cardinal Wilton Gregory 
chastised him and yeah. I don't know the exact words, but told him he wasn't welcome. That's right. And he also had his priests, uh, he had instructed his priests to uh, participate in Black Lives Matter. Right. All Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, all, we're all precious in God's sight. And, um, yep. and Pope Francis, he'd only been an archbishop since May of 2019. Mm-hmm. And he's been elevated so quickly to cardinal. Yep. And I just feel it's another, it's another indication of Pope Francis. Um, and also, um, I'm kind of rushing because I'm nervous, but, um, uh, I I have not heard Pope Francis come out with any. Um, I'm discouraged and disappointed because I have not heard him comment about that abortion should be the primary issue in this election. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, back to Wilton Gregory, um, when President Barack Hussein Obama um, went to Georgetown, he had them cover the crucifix. Mm-hmm. And... He also said, God bless Planned Parenthood, and he had the symbols of Planned Parenthood plastered all behind him. Catherine, my and, dear yeah. sister, I'm going to interrupt you a bit just because we have mm-hmm. other callers. Every yeah. word you're speaking is true. It is so unthinkable, despicable, discouraging to the faithful. We don't know what to make of Pope Francis. He ordained five cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13, I'm sorry, 13, four of them at least, mm-hmm. including a Cardinal Wilton Gregory support, homosexuality, LGBTQ, abortion, all of that. Four of them at least. It, it's, it's a very, 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 it's, it, it's the end times or the beginning of the end. It is awful what's going on. And um, scripture speaks about it. Uh, even the elect will be deceived. The faith will be lost. Uh, Our Lady has predicted all this. It's tremendously discouraging. Um, Catherine, you're absolutely right in everything you're saying and your take on it. Um, Our trust needs to be in God. He is building his church and the uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I think we need to spend our time um, getting truth out and more than that, living the truth. Nothing but living it will change lives. Well, I pray for the Pope when I do my Holy Rosary every Please day. Please do. We do, that too. That he will convert his heart, that he will be more pro-life and less socialist and Marxist and communist. And I well, also, mm-hmm. if I, I know there's other calls, but... Go ahead. The way he has treated the ch- people, the Chinese faithful, he has it's tragic. back on them. Yeah, it's he tragic. Wouldn't even, he wouldn't even let uh, Cardinal Zen... Um, attend an audience with him to tell him about the atrocities that China is doing to the Chinese people. No, no. And um, he wouldn't receive uh, Secretary uh, Pompeo from the United yeah. States as Secretary of State and who wanted to discuss with him the atrocities of what's going yeah. on. And yeah, I know. Well. Catherine, my, my beloved, I know you could go on. You're, you're, you're well yeah. informed in the news, sweetheart. But uh, <clears throat> if, um, I had continued. Hold on. <coughs> I just have a tickling throat. I'm not sick. Um, if I had continued with Bishop Snyder's article, 
um, his main point is that we need to pray for the conversion of the Holy Father. We need to do that. I do that. Yeah, yeah I we, do that every day. We do I'm too, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, I, I, just not, there's no moral leadership from him. That's right. That's It's mm-hmm. wrong, but that's right. There is none. Yeah. And it's time that uh, the laity have been in the position through history of saving the church, um, and we're in that position again. We need, if we let, the, you're 100% right, and if we let discouragement get to us because others fail, um, then we're letting the devils succeed in his tactics. We need to live the, we need to triple our efforts to live the faith and be holy and be a witness and tell people the truth during this time. We cannot let discouragement or anything else stop us because if we do, um, we've let Satan's tactics win. You, you, if you destroy the shepherd, the sheep scatter. Mm-hmm. We don't want that to happen. Right. But I was embarrassed for being, uh, that the Catholic church was, uh, chastising president Trump, who's the most pro-life, yeah. pro-religious liberty president we have ever had. I'm with you. And Wilton Gregory just totally, uh, was disrespectful yeah. and, and now he's being elevated to a cardinal. I'm just yeah. totally disgusted. We we all are, and it's it's yeah. to me. I'm also embarrassed of what's happening before the whole world, and it's it's utterly shameful. Um, yeah. God has allowed it. We don't know the mind of God, but He's allowed it. So we need to trust what God allows, um, and and know that we are in very evil times. Um, and not hide, but triple, triple mm-hmm. our faithfulness. Catherine, yeah. God bless you. Do call it again. Thank you do very you. well when you're nervous. You yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. All right, All right. God, bless you. God bless you. Mother. Take Thank care. you. Bye. You too, sweetheart. We have Joanne in Massachusetts on the line. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Mother. Good morning. Hope Good you're morning, well dear. Today. Yes, I am. Coughing <sighs> from a tickle, but I'm very well. Oh, good, good. I'll I'll try to move through this quickly. Um, and if it's, if I can have your permission to read some excerpts from a text that I had going back and forth, and you'll once I explain this to you, you'll understand why this would might be important for your your reply. Well, uh, um, the, the, let me, husband, I don't know. I don't know about who, who's the text. The text between who? Well, I'll explain that right now. Um, Go ahead. My husband Go ahead. is from the mid. My husband is from the Midwest, and he's from a family of twelve. A few of them have fallen prey to the left. Um, his parents, when they were alive, God, God rest their souls, went down to Washington for the March for Life um, and were very pro-life advocates. Um, the, there's one in particular that has fallen away that's a deacon in the Catholic Church. Um, and nobody seems to want to reach out to him, but he has fallen prey to the left. So I, I got enough, enough courage to send him Father Altman's video, You Cannot Be a Catholic and a Democrat, period. So I was very diplomatic in the way I sent it and, and telling him that I had. There's sent no it to way to be diplomatic friends. in sending that video. <laughs> well, Go ahead. I tried. I just, I, I said, I don't often, I don't often send clips <laughs> around, but this one is different. And I sent mm-hmm. many clergy friends that I know. Um, it left an impression on me. Let me know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that was my first reach out to him. And I'm very nervous about reaching out to him because he is a deacon. And of I'm, course. I'm, I'm, I'm challenging him. Okay. So he said that he appreciated me sending it, but catch this phrase, mother, if the right to birth were the only issue, not the right to life, but the right to birth. 
I could vote Republican again. But he believes there's never been a more evil man in politics than Donald Trump. He's divisive. I'm just kind of skirting through this. The ending was shook me to my core. He said, I would be happy to talk about about it. And I love Father James Martin. So that kind of rocked my boat a little bit. So I said, when, when sending this video to you, I obviously wouldn't have known definitively to whom your vote would go. I'm aware of other social issues in the world, but the right to life, I see no other equal. I, can, I can't understand, for example, save the homeless, yet murder our most vulnerable in the most horrific ways, from conception to late term, partial birth to infanticide. All other issues are critical and urgent but, and must be addressed, but they did not start three and a half years ago. Um, and I started on, I said, Trump is promoting life, liberties, and freedoms for Americans first. They are not socialistic or Marxist where God is removed. I have always enjoyed our chat. And so he sent back to me um, that he'd like to talk in the next couple of days, but that he does not believe our rights and privileges supersede those of others. And note the first line in our reading at Mass today, which was on Sunday. Talk to you soon. So wow. I, I'm, going to have a, I'm going to have a conversation with him. And I'm a simple Catholic, but I... I believe what I believe. Well, you believe the truth, and and that's the point. We're not giving our opinions to people. We're giving what God has given us to give. So, Joanne, sweetheart, uh, if you wish to speak more, hold on. We'll come right back to you after the break. All right, don't go away, everyone. We'll be right back. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations Thank you for helping to save the culture. We offer several ways to view our programming grid, including at our website, thestationofthecross.com, and on our iCatholic Radio app. Just click the menu icon in the top left portion of our app and select the link to our programming grid. That's at thestationofthecross.com and on our free iCatholic Radio app for Android and Apple mobile devices. Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support and may God bless you and your family. 
Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our last segment. We've got 10 minutes. Our lines are open. We have Joanne on the line at the moment, but you're welcome to call in toll-free 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. Joanne um, came on the line. She had, comes, uh, it's your husband, Joanne, that comes from a family of 12, right? Yeah, from the Midwest, and, yeah. In the Midwest, and a couple of them, a few of them have uh, uh, gone over to the left politically and, yeah. and uh, spiritually. Mm-hmm. You can't do that politically without doing it spiritually. And one sure. is a deacon who is, from what you've read, Joanne, he is um, uh, left-left. He does not believe that life begins at conception. He deliberately talked about birth, not conception. Right. Um, he is, uh, his emotions are shining, not his sanity or wisdom. Um, Mm -hmm. so Joanne has written back and forth with the deacon and he is, um, uh, he loves Father James Martin who wants to normalize homosexuality all over the world. Uh, and, uh, Many bishops who are not living their faith have invited them to their diocese and so forth. Your your uh, your deacon is in a very very uh, bad position. Um, mm-hmm. He is everything but Catholic, no matter what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to say you will not win an argument with him. You will not. Mm-hmm. He what he thinks is evil. It, well, you've read to me enough what and he's yeah. he's he's what he thinks is not just evil but he is um manipulative in how he says it mm-hmm. and and yeah. so you're not going to win an argument with him i would say well the thing, i guess my, well my, my thought is the thing to do would be to write him a letter not speak with him because there's no way your emotions are not going to come against each other is to really write him a letter and put the the verses in scripture, the encyclicals, everything uh, to show that he he could have his own reasoning, but it's not Catholic. Mm-hmm. That's all I would do. Yeah, and, and I think in part of my calling in Alpha Mother is, um, you know, I think God uses all of us in a variety of ways, and that. You know, I'm sure that you have some viewers out there that sometimes feel the prompting to maybe initiate conversation um, somehow with somebody that's put on their heart. Mine, he has been put on my heart to speak to because why would I, as an in-law, when there's 12 other siblings and nine okay. of them who are practicing? Yeah. But, go to God, go to Our Lady and pray yeah. and ask them... Yeah. Um, he's put on your heart. It doesn't mean you should have a verbal exchange with him. It may be what God wants. It may be that God wants you to do something less demonstrative and, um, and write or, or not. You just pray and let God lead you on this, Joanne. We're going to need to go on to, to an email. It's a very difficult situation you're in. And you know the truth, sweetheart. Just speak it and let God lead you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. A, you God too, bless. Jean. Joanne, rather. Uh, Tara, we have an email from Tara who writes, Mother Miriam, thank you for your show. I love it and find it very encouraging and uplifting as a homeschooling mother of seven. God bless you, Tara. <clears throat> she said, I'm trying to make sense of the bishop's recent disavowal of Father Michelle Rodrigue. I read the letter, but I'm trying to determine its implications. I have not read the letter. I've known of the letter, and it's not very recent. It's been a while that Bishop uh, in Quebec, uh, Rodrigue's bishop, does not approve uh, his sayings, his prophecies, and all of that. I, I point out the bishop there does not has also made it clear he doesn't believe in the illumination of conscience and the chastisement and all of that. So he's not going to believe Father Rodrigue. Um, but the fact is, um, uh, I don't know how a bishop can approve someone who's speaking prophetically. Um, he's speaking about the future, unless the Holy Spirit enlightens that bishop, he can't know if it's if it's truth or not. And so. Um, uh, that doesn't mean it's not true, but it just doesn't affirm that it is true. And if the bishop doesn't approve it, that's his right. And I think everyone, including Father Rodrigue, needs to take heed of that. But that doesn't mean Father Rodrigue is wrong or should stop speaking unless the bishop asks him to. And the bishop has not asked that. Uh, so Tara has three questions. Is Father Michelle Rodriguez's order still a valid order? May I donate to it? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. It began through a supernatural visitation, and um, I wouldn't donate to an order unless I knew it was valid. Um, second, was Father Rodriguez ever actually an exorcist? Um, in that diocese, did he claim one to be one? I can't answer these questions. I don't know. I've never, I've listened to much of Father Rodrigue, but I've never personally looked into all of this or spent time on it. Father Rodrigue is not the only one who is speaking like this. Uh, look up Father Mark Goring, G-O-R-I-N-G, also in Canada, with the Companions of the Cross. Look up many others and our, all Our Lady's prophecies, Our Lady of Good Success, of Akita, of um, Fatima, uh, La Salette. Um, ach, I can't think of them all. Thirdly, Tara says, are his prophecies condemned now by the church as a result of this letter? No. As far as I know, he has not been condemned. Um, are the faithful permitted to believe it as a private revelation? We're always... Um, permitted to, um, how do I say, uh, it's not that we're faithful, we're, we're uh, permitted to believe it because the church wouldn't want to lead us astray. We're not forbidden to uh, check into it and have some faith. We're not forbidden. But um, uh, but it must be said that it's not approved by the church, just like Medjugorje. People, many millions believe in the apparitions in Medjugorje, which has still not been approved by the church. Finally, our Holy Father has allowed pilgrimages there, which is huge. Um, but it is not yet uh, believed. It is not yet approved. But no one is permitted f um, f f uh, to not believe. How do I say that? Nobody is not permitted to believe it. And nobody can control the faith of our hearts, actually. But... Um, if a bishop or someone discourages um, conferences and writings about a, a, a so-called apparition that is public, 
and that has not yet been approved, the bishop has every right to do that. He needs to protect his sheep. Um, so I think, I hope that helps somewhat. We have an email from Jennifer who says, Hello, Mother, I thank God to have found you on YouTube. It is said to be in the world, but not of the world. How does one do this? Yes, I am retired with the virus. Our life is now restricted. I have no desire to be out in the world. I feel that my mission is now to pray for the conversion of sinners and unbelievers. That's terrific. It is all I can do to even go to the grocery store. I have given up. Don't give up, sweetheart. Oh, I've given up Facebook. Pardon me. I've given up Facebook because it took up so much of my time and it interferes with prayer. That's good. I am... Am I normal in feeling this way? You are normal. I wish most people would feel that way. More people would feel that way. All I want is to serve God. God bless you, your staff and listeners, Jennifer. You're a dear soul, Jennifer. The way you live in the world and not of the world is, let's say, when you go shopping. You you never violate your principles. You don't violate your principles. You don't... Um, if someone talks about, against President Trump or any or the left, you don't agree with them. You, you must speak out and say, I disagree with you. I, I think the murder of children is the most important issue. So, beloved, there's our closing music, but I want to remind you that Father James Altman will be with us for the full hour tomorrow, and you will be able to call in with anything on your heart and leave us your question for Father Altman during the program. So, Father Altman tomorrow on Mother Miriam Live. God bless you, and we'll speak with you tomorrow. <laughs>